This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon, happy Friday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sanert and Enrique alvarez Clary with you. What's up, Rico? Hello. How's it going? It's going. You all right? Yeah, I'm just trying to get this set up. Got to hang in there, right? Yeah. Just hanging in there. As always, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys the entire show today. Uh, once again, the number 402-464-5685. You can also join in on our Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Um, all that's available for you guys. Want to hear your guys' thoughts uh, across the board all hour long. Now, we're starting a little bit late, obviously, but we will get to Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska here in about 10 minutes or so. We'll talk Husker football with him. What's he expecting um, next week in Ireland and kind of what are his takeaways um, with Casey Thompson being named the starter last night and and th- other th- other comments that Scott Frost made. And then we'll also talk futures bets. We'll bring Nathan and Strick in for the spillover, and we'll talk futures bets as we are making a trip to the boats tomorrow and making some futures bets. So we're gonna we're gonna let we're gonna we're gonna decide our futures bets on air. Okay. Just right now, Rico. Okay. And I will take whatever you say, and I will put money on Please it. Please do whatever you say. I I'm trust very, in you. I'm very smart. I trust in you. You should. Not so actually. Once again, 402-464-5685. That'll come up in the uh, final segment. But first, let, let's talk about one of the comments that Are you guys going to fight Bach? Like, is this no, going to lead to fisticuffs? No, we're chilling. Like, Bach, Bach, and Bach, is a, Bach, and, Bach and Nick and Nate are going to fight. Bach and Nate are going at it right now. You, all three of you are. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. just sitting back here listening. I'm fine. We're okay. We're chilling. Are you okay? <laughs> Bach just doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Bach keeps mentioning he's like you got you guys don't even bring in the facts and I'm like what facts are you talking about oh here he comes here he comes other headphones other headphones there I mean he's, I mean look he's right about national championships he's right about all that stuff NFL draft picks sure all Americans I like I just don't know how classes. I just don't know how you can compare ceilings to, uh, of like Iowa and Florida but I'm, that's what I'm saying who has more higher ceilings across the board. As of right now, I would put... Florida has a higher ceiling. Ooh, Rico. Florida Texas has A&M. Florida has a higher ceiling. Okay. We're, we're talking ceilings. If you want... Like maybe if you have if Kyle you Trask. Give, if you give me 10 years, in the next 10 years, I will say that Florida finishes higher in the top 25 than Iowa does. Over 50% you, how, where, where, where does consistency come into this thing? Because outside of like Alabama... I mean, Florida was Alabama, consistently like, Are you good. consistent? The last like four years, they haven't been. Georgia? Georgia's been consistent. So you have consistent. two teams. Georgia wasn't that consistent. 
for a while with they Mark weren't Richt, that good. With Mark Richt, they were not consistent. They were really consistent. They had like one or two bad years till the end. But no, I, I just look at consistency, I mean, I mean, and I'm look, like, all right, that, that, that's, that does okay. play well, a part. Okay, well, you're looking at consistency. Rutgers is bad. Indiana's not consistent. Michigan State is not good. They uh, were he consistent. He was. They for were a while. under under D'Antonio. Then they were bad, and now they have a new coach. And actually, you're not sure. You only have one year with him. Maryland's not good. Michigan is mm. is always. I'm like, taking Maryland over Missouri. No, you're not. Yes. <laughs> Over Elijah, yes. No, you're not. Bach, Bach, sure. Bach is beside himself. Well, if that's but that's your argument why the Big Ten's better because you're taking Maryland over Missouri. That's like an opinion. Michigan, Michigan that, uh, and Penn State are always second to Ohio State outside of last year. Ohio State is the cream of the crop in the Big Ten. Yes, Nebraska, we all know. Iowa is always like anywhere from Iowa's eight to a ten Tennessee. wins. Eight to ten wins. Iowa's a t- Iowa, Wisconsin, Wisconsin or Kentucky and Tennessee. Wins. Minnesota was dog garbage before PJ Fleck got there, and now he's may have built some consistency. Northwestern, very inconsistent. They have a bad year, then a good year, then a bad year, then a good year. You don't know. Illinois, inconsistent. Purdue, inconsistent. I don't. I like the Big Ten as the second-best conference. They're not better than I the do SEC. Too. I love the Big Ten as the second-best conference. Hold on. Oh, here comes Nathan. <laughs> All right. I do defend Nick in saying the Big Ten is better than the SEC, but Maryland's probably where I draw the line. <laughs> Maryland's the worst team in the Big Ten. Okay, I forget so like, this Maryland's is, this is in the what Big I'm Ten, saying. to be honest with you. This is what I'm saying right here. You have Alabama who was thirteen and two, Georgia who was t- fourteen and one. Then it's like Florida six and seven, South Carolina seven and six, Missouri six and seven, Texas A and M was eight and four, I guess. Auburn six and seven, LSU five and seven. Like they're all just duh. then Vanderbilt two and ten. That's because they're be- they're eating each other up last year, but all together, this uh, text is hilarious because Gus says. Ignore Bach. The SEC only has Bama and Georgia, which matches up to Ohio State. There you go. Bama and Georgia match up to one team yeah. in, in the Big Ten. They have two top-level teams. The Big Ten has one. And then I guess their their next four teams, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin, Minnesota. I mean, you can match them up with Texas A&M, Florida. Auburn. Auburn. Arkansas, maybe. LSU, Arkansas. Yeah. Like those two switch back and forth. Matt I'm, says this, you are all high saying the Big Ten is better than the SEC. You are. And you, you could give me the two teams. Last three years, how, there's three different teams that have won championships in the SEC. Wet blanket. It's hard to be consistent in the best conference in America. It's easy to be consistent, quote, unquote, when you play Northwestern, Illinois, Nebraska, and <laughs> Purdue every year. <laughs> That's also true. Put put Iowa in the SEC West one year and let's see them go 9-3. and three. Like, like, sure, they have Vanderbilt, who I guess would be their Rutgers well, I guess that's their Northwestern because that's their smart school. Yeah. So Vanderbilt's their Northwestern. South Carolina – South Carolina's better than Rutgers. Who, yeah. who, I mean, are those the two worst teams in the – I mean, Missouri? Yeah, throw them in there. Arkansas's on the up and up now. Oh, yeah. So they have – And two, you didn't give us Arkansas's win-loss record either when you yeah. went through the SEC. So they have, so they well, have two you. garbage that's another teams while the Big Ten has Rutgers, Indiana, and Illinois, North Another thing about the SEC is they play a Chattanooga in week 13. That's because they open up with SEC games. The, the timing of your schedule W shouldn't matter all that much. And don't you? And Virginia Tech plays one of those teams this year, too, at the end. Hey, you watch your mouth about Virginia Tech. But my only counter argument, you put Nebraska in the SEC East and they go 500. Who's the SEC East? Georgia, Kentucky, I, Tennessee, I, I Missouri, South Carolina, Florida, and Vanderbilt. They win two of those. They beat Vanderbilt, they beat I'm Missouri, sorry? and South Carolina. You say Nebraska beats two of those teams? They beat Missouri and Vanderbilt. 
South Carolina. They're not beating South Carolina. I bet they beat Florida. They are not touching Florida. Florida last year, they would have beat Florida. They would have beat Florida last year. And I bet they also didn't win any games. (laughs) I also bet they beat Tennessee. Three games last year. So this is not the best time to argue. Do we just think think Tennessee is this magically amazing program? I think Josh Heupel is probably a better ex-UCF coach than Scott Frost at this point. He's not wrong. Interesting. <laughs> Did He's I just win right. the art? Is that it? I think Did I win you guys? Stuff? That's it. <laughs> no. No, because the best coach in the state of Florida is not Billy Napier. It is Gus Malzahn. Could be. We'll see. To do that at uh, Louisiana, I know it's uh, it's not the the biggest hire or the most talked about hire this offseason, but that might be what they actually need after a while, after this time. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh, well. Thank you, Buck. Yep. All just right. means more. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. I can't believe you had me defending the SEC. How dare you? I didn't have you doing anything. You had me defending the SEC. No, I did not. I'm just chilling here. Um, once again, 402-464-5685. Somebody <laughs> says Bach from the top rope. Wet blanket says Nebraska lost to Illinois and Purdue. The last time NU played Tennessee, their pass rush literally ruined Nick Gates' college career. Come on, man. Don't come after Nick Gates like that. I mean, he's not wrong. I know, but don't you have to come after Nick Gates like that. <laughs> Speaking of uh, offensive line, Scott Frost had a quote last night, said this, quote, I laugh with the guys because there's about mm, probably 15 to 20 vomits every day from the offensive linemen, and it's not because they're not in shape. He's just working them hard. think they love it, end quote. Can we just say something here that it's been going all over Twitter, and this might be a hot take and an unpopular opinion, but, like, I was thinking more and more about this, Rico, and I guess I want to hear your thoughts, obviously, as well. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. First of all, do we really think people are throwing up twenty times in a practice? I think it was a joke. I think uh, it was second, a bad. I think it was a. Bad it was a bad joke. joke. Second of all, like, if there, if it was happening, just That's let me let me good. let me walk you through this. If it was happening, you know how dehydrated they must be. If this was the case. And you had, number one, a position coach allowing that to happen, a head coach allowing that to happen, nutritionist allowing that to happen, strength and conditioning coach allowing that to happen, and then you go on the radio and say it? Are we really believing this? Like, come on. And I'm seeing this on Twitter, and, and there's former Huskers quote, like tweeting out about how um, – Oh, yeah, used to throw up, but not like, 15 yeah, to 20 is You know, lot. it's 15 to 20 is a lot. That means they're dehydrated. They're not ready to play. Do we are we really thinking that they are throwing like once again Rico said it's a bad joke it's a really bad joke it did not land well but I think this also goes to show that Nebraska just needs to play a damn football game yeah like they I just need they just, just need the football game I, th- I I truly think he was just like I bet I can get a rise out of people which I'm unnecessary didn't need it and it was it was a joke it was it was clearly over exaggerated. Um, oh come on! But fifteen to twenty is not—that's uh, not good. Um, you, if, if your if your offensive line is throwing up fifteen to twenty times and they're and they are in shape and they're just being pushed hard, like first off, they're going to be extremely dehydrated. Um, heat stroke might be an issue if you're worried about that. Uh, like there, there's so many different things to be worried about just off of them throwing up that many times. That's outside of them being pushed yeah. and not being like, in shape. I would rather them not be in shape and they're throwing up and they're getting into shape. And that might be the reason. Exactly. As opposed to, well, it's not like they're not in shape. They're just throwing up. Like why, why are they throwing up though? 
And it's not because they're being pushed that hard. You can be pushed that hard and not throw up. I, I don't know if this is sarcastic, but uh, they, uh, Texter says, Nick coming after coaches again. <laughs> Shout out to Adon. <laughs> Come on. Nah. I, I'm I'm not coming after coaches. But, like, once again, this is where the Twitter is undefeated because you got people coming and, and freaking out about it on Twitter when if you think about the, the reality of it, and I think it's okay that Coach Frost was trying to make a joke. Like, I, I truly think it was. Like, it's okay. We're eight games or seven days out from He's the season. Fun. Yeah, like, it's okay. Because it's I think <laughs> it, it just didn't land, unfortunately. And you just got to sit back and think about the logistics of it and, and think about if the program would really want them saying, like, hey, yeah, we're, we're peaking 20 times in practice. Um, but there's, I, I just saw there was a lot of people freaking out about it on uh, – on the Twitter sphere. On Twitter sphere. So that's, that's why uh, Twitter is undefeated, as always. Um, Never lost. But with that being said, like that doesn't shock me that Donovan Riola is pushing these guys to the limit. Like I want to make, I, I want to make that clear. Like it's good that they are being pushed to the limit because I'm all for it. Like that's the kind of coach that Donovan Riola is. I, I I've posted videos multiple times when we're at practice. Excuse me, of Donovan Raiola yelling at him, and he's high energy, and he's getting on the guys, and he's 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 yelling. Obviously, there was that that quote that went viral, was like take his head off or whatever, and and people got mad about that, and it was like, but you're not saying that in a way like that's not bad. Like I just I sit here and I go, you want that physicality, you want that tenacity, but then when the coaches are coaching it, you get mad about it. And I, so I, I just really, like, I really like the Donovan Raiola hire. I've said that multiple times. And the only problem, unfortunately, for Nebraska facing the Huskers this year is just the lack of depth at the offensive line position. We don't know how they're going to be able to handle the Big Ten pass rush. We don't know how they're going to be able to handle Big Ten defensive lines because you got a couple new faces in Brock Bando, Trent Hickson that are going to be playing quality minutes that you're really going to be leaning on. And you don't know how Teddy Prohaska is going to come back from the knee injury. You don't know what Bryce Benhart's going to look like on the outside now. Um, Turner Corcoran's been a little banged up, but he's back at practice now, so it's kind of not really a worry. Inside at the guard position. But guess what? You lost Nuri Nuili, who you expected to kind of be a staple in that guard position. So now you, you kind of have a little more concern. So unfortunately, there's just not a lot of depth there. But I, I just wanted to, th- I, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. Like, are we, are we, pretty concerned about that quote or are we taking that literally or are we taking it kind of as a joke that just didn't land and I think yeah, um, throw away like I said like I said Nebraska just needs to play a game that's all we're looking for and we're seven days away we're so close and uh, I think we're all ready for it all right let's go and take a timeout. when we come back we'll be joined by uh, Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska get his thoughts on the Husker football team as they prepare to take on Northwestern uh, we'll talk to Zach of Inside Nebraska coming up next on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.